This is Gemara and Shabbos Daf Kuf Mem Zayin. Today's shir should be as close for Shlema. Chaim of Ramah Chanita Chaim Bat Vasvena Chaim Ben Sarah Shtar Baskinadli of Chaim Ben Sarah Resting of Zol Ben Mindel Yezer Peretz and Yehuda Yehuda Shavalei Tinik Ben Chayit Zerol Tzar Shlomit Bat No Ami Bashav Fego Bat Shira Chana Rafal David Ben Ita Riva B'Seir Shacholi Yisrael and Baruch Hashem. Just some exciting news that one of the first Chaylim on our list just received news that it has had a full recovery. Baruch Hashem, he has been removed, and we're looking forward to removing more and more Chaylim. The schos of the Tefila and the schos of the Limitera Berabim. Let's pick it up from the bottom of Kofim Vav Amid Beis. Also, as well, I hope everyone had a wonderful, meaningful, and easy Tisha B'av. And now we get back to work. Today's daf, Friday's daf, Kofim Zayin. The bottom of Kofim Vav Amid Beis. Three lines from the bottom. Mishanashu Kelev Amayim. We said in the Mishnah that if someone's Kelev, someone's walking the street, it starts pouring. You're not allowed to take those items, come home, and you're not allowed to hang them up wherever you want. Why? Maris Ayin, someone might think you did laundry on Shabbos, that's where you're hanging it up. Amr Rav Yudam Rav, comes along Rav Yudam Rav and teaches us a so important rule. Kol makam Maris Ayin, Avilu b'chadri chadarim aser. When anything is aser because of Maris Ayin, it is aser even b'chadri chadarim. Even in the innermost recesses of your house, no one's going to see it. What's the Maris Ayin? No one can see what I'm doing. No. Once they made Xer and Isser Maris Ayin, it's going to be Aser anywhere, even when no one sees it. Ask the Gemara one second. And now we learned in our Mishnah. You let us put it out in the sun. Clearly, that it is mutter as long as people don't see it. So why are you telling me it is Aser even if people don't see it? Says the Gemara. And that our Mishnah was according to the Dasim Atirim, if no one sees, whereas well as Rav Shimon hold, it is forbidden, and that is Absar Kalacha, that is forbidden, regardless if people see or not. And we pointed out the very porn halacha comes out of here. But anytime you have an item which could potentially be a washable item, certain types of uh, wool coats maybe, certain types of clothing, you're not allowed to hang them up on Shabbos in a place where you would hang up your laundry, which would mean a boiler room, a bathroom, a laundry room, of course, obviously a closet, you would, yes, be allowed to hang it up in, but any of those rooms would be forbidden. And even though no one sees, that's what we're seeing today in the Gemara, something which is also because the Maris Ayin is also, Afilu b'chadri chadarim. Says the Gemara, Amr Abhuna, moving long to Kofman Zayin, and without... Someone who shakes out his talus on Shabbos, Isser de Oraisa. Top Rashi in the Amud, extremely important Rashi. Rashi says, Why are you shaking out your garment? Says Rashi, Mina Afar, from the dirt, from the dust. This is a massive, massive machlik as we shine him. The reason why I say very important is because the Ramah in Simon Shin Beis. Paskins like this Rashi. And for Ashkenazim, there's an Isser to clean clothing. This is the reason why, and we'll see the tonight in a moment, if clothing gets dirty in Chavez, a footprint or dust or one hat, to wipe it off, the simplest acts could potentially be Chayiv Chatos and Isser Da Raisa. Svardim, the Ramah, the Machaber, I'm sorry, Paskins, not like Rashi, like the top taste is over here, the taste says, Minatal, that it's only from water. That's when this Isser applies. Although there are some Svardim, I believe the, uh, the Benish Chai, I think Paskins also like this Rashi, like the Ramah. But either way, he says the Gemara, What are the conditions? It has to be a new garment. It has to be a new garment. If it's an old garment, then you're allowed to wipe off the dust from it. And we also only see this in El If it's a dark, if it's a black dark garment, if it's light or white or light colors, then then there's no issue. And the last condition is that you are a that you are 
particular about this garment, that is when this Isser applies. So again, we have all these Tanayim, which unfortunately, not unfortunately, but often a regular, let's say, Shabbos suit has these Tanayim. Is it Chadash? So what exactly called Chadash is difficult, but very often a garment that is somewhat new and your Makbid, you don't want what's Makbid, means you're not going to walk out with the dirt on it and it's a dark colored garment. That would be the reason why if it gets a stain on it to wipe it off, again, even something as simple as thus, a Shabbos hat very often, if it's a newish hat, would also have this Isser. Obviously not even with a brush, just using your hand, all those things would apply when you're Makbid on it. Generally, that's the question you could ask. If you're not Makbid, it's an older garment, it's something that you don't really care about, it's on the very bottom of the cuff, those items would not necessarily be an issue, but something that you would be mocked on not to go out with, lechatchila, then you would not be allowed to wipe it off on Shabbos. Ula, four lines down, and he sees her up on and they're sitting there knocking off their clothing, shaking them out. What's going on over here? Omar says, You're being Mechal Shabbos. You're not going to shake out a garment on Shabbos. Omar Lahu Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda said to the to Tamidim, Now, food slave, no, you keep on wiping it off, even in front of Ula. Why? We're not Kamdina, we're not Makbid on these garments. And that's the reason why, once you're not Makbid, again, an older garment, something like that. Then you'd be allowed to wipe it off on Shabbos. Midi, Abai, I look at Dina Midi. Abai, Abai, Abai was in front of Rav Yehuda, Abaya says to Rav Yosef, come tie, give me my hat. He saw this little bit of dew on it, a little towel. And this is something like we pointed out, Taisus says, everyone agrees to the case of towel. Rashi and Taisus, Ashkenazim and Svardim, Ramah and Mechaber. If there's dew on it, he was reluctant to give it to him because it looked dirty. Shadi, shake it out. And I look, I'm I'm not mocked on this hat. Therefore, you're allowed to shake it off. It's not an issue. Amr Rav Yitzchak, and that is the end of this very important halacha. Again, very important Gemara. Hamanayir Talisa B'Shavas Chayv Chatos Kuf and Zayin Amalav, the top quarter of the Amid. Any time you're shaking off a garment that you're mocked with, it's new, it's dark, that you are not allowed to do to clean off that garment. Again, and of course, we're not talking about necessarily using water. That would be an Isser regardless to use water on a garment, seltzer, spit on a garment, or something like that. That's an Isser regardless if you're mocked or not. This din of just shaking something off or wiping off the dust, the dirt on something, that depends on the kpida. That depends if you are makbid, new and dark on the garment. Eight lines down. You take your talus, put it on your shoulder, fold it up. You're carrying your talus. Of course, that is forbidden. Says, and now Rashi over here really points out, it's not as extreme as I said. I just said it's folded up on your shoulder. So Rashi says, no, that's not really the case. Rashi says it's more first like the scarf talisim. Rashi says, you want to see Rashi three lines down into the narrow lines. After you put it on your head, you pick up the sides and you put it over your shoulders. Sounds like that is the case over here, and that is for sure, Usser, that's going to be an Isidaraisa, even though it's on your head, but then the towels are just on your shoulders. You're just carrying your towels, no different to being there, being in the bag. Isidaraisa. Those who sell clothing, they go out with the garments folded up on their shoulders. Isidaraisa. It's not just who sell the clothing. Amru, we're talking about that's just the way the normal the sellers would go out and that's why we said that case however anyone is not let it go out 
with the talus on their shoulders. And similarly, a money changer that goes out with the money tied onto his belt, you're carrying out the money. And again, not only the money changer, that was a normal way of the money changer, and that's why we said that case. And the Gemara continues, and the Ratanim, a certain place, they used to go out with the handkerchief on their shoulder. Seemingly, they would yes, go out with this handkerchief, and seemingly, is that an issue? Says the Gemara, Anyone could do this. This was the way that the Ratanim would go out, and therefore it is permissible. And exactly how they did this handkerchief, this was always a big uh, discussion how to carry the handkerchief back. Of course, they didn't have tissues, and the only way they had something to blow their nose on was the hanky. So the question was, how are you going to get your hanky to shul? And that's why we always find different cases, different uh, scenarios to get this handkerchief to shul. And this is one of them. They had some way of wearing the handkerchief, and that was allowed. There's a story with Herkinus, the son of a He went out with this other on his shoulder. He did something additional. That's why you would tie the sudar, you would tie this handkerchief, you would tie this um, onto his finger. Why? So that if it would, so it would never fall. Because there's always, again, as we learned at the very beginning of the Sechda, there's always two issues we have to contend with. There's one issue that you're carrying something out. There's a second issue that it might fall and you might come to pick it up. So he went and he tied it onto himself so that it can never fall. They said, You don't need that. You don't need to tie it onto your finger. It is permissible even without that. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. What's the halacha? Even if it's not tied on to you, you let it have this handkerchief, this garment on your shoulders. And again, exactly what this scenario is, is not clear right now. We're going to see as the Gemara goes on now, different ways of wearing the talis. And then we'll have to figure out what this case is. Says the Gemara, Ula ikla lebeasi barhini. Ula went to a place called Asi barhini. Ba'i minei ni asi. Then ma'ala says marzev v'shabes. Are you allowed to make a marzev on Shabbos? Now marzev we had a few days ago was opening to spout. Here what a marzev is, is a way of wearing your talus. Way of wearing your talus as the Gemara is about to explain. Amr lehu, hachem ha'avaloi. This Rav Avaloi said, Asr lehas is marzev v'shabes. You're not allowed to wear this marzev on Shabbos. My marzev. The packets of Bavel. They used to take, and if you want, let's, well, let's read the Rashi again. It's a little bit difficult in the, in the practicalities, and there's massive machlekes we shine in here, exactly how these cases apply. But says Rashi, if you want to look at Rashi about seven lines into the narrow lines, Rashi says, They would take the clothing from the ground, where they were these long robes, they would fold over the rope, so it sounds like what's going on over here is similar if someone has a robe, a kapata, a frack, you know, like they flip it up, Sounds like they would flip it up and then tie it that way. And then it was like a packet with the garment. And this is a bit of a discussion similar to people wear talis in that way, if you think about it, right? Sometimes people wear the talis and they take the two corners and they pick it up. Some chassidim wear it that way. They pick it up, they put it in the garment, they put it in the packet. And then they have also a type of packet inside the garment. Whether that would be comparable to this and whether that, and again, tremendous nafkimina, if you're walking with your talis, which is a rabbi, how to do it. So again, that's case number one. 
Tzal Rashi explains it, that when you make a kiss, a pocket out of the garment, that is forbidden. Rav Yirmi Aviyazik Amid Rav Zira Amar Lei Hachi Mai Amar Lei Aser He asked, what about like this? He said, it's forbidden. Vahachi Mai, what about like this? Amar Lei Aser It's forbidden. Amar Rav Papa comes like Rav Papa and Rav Papa gives us a rule. Nakadai Klala Biyazcha Grab this rule. Kol Adaiti Lechanufei Aser if you're taking the garment and the re- what you're doing with the garment is to gather it together, that's forbidden. Call the list, no, Yishari. If you're doing something with the garment to make it pretty, to make it beautiful, to beautify yourself, that is permissible. He made himself pr- beautiful with the sadin, with this cloth. So again, exactly how this plays out is very, very difficult. With the talus, you know, we know that obviously the general minug, and that's for sure, motor is to wear the talus over your shoulders. Um, uh, down all the way in the back. That's for sure okay. It covers the majority of your body, etc. Now the question just is, at what point you run into an issue if you fold up the back, you put it into the gartel, into the pockets. And we also saw on the top of the omit to take the whole towel to put it over your shoulders. That's also for, for sure forbidden. So we know we have two extremes where everything else falls in between. It's big machlekes, we shine him. Uh, etc. Says the Gemara, four lines before the white lines. Rabbi went out to the field. And the two sides of his talus were sitting on his shoulders. In this case, Rameir doesn't say Yechayv Chatas. He was so medactic. And therefore, what Rabbi did was when Rabbi heard that Rameir was Makbe, the way he was wearing his talus, he went and Rabbi took down the back of it. Took down the back of it, sounds like it was a little bit higher over his shoulders. And then when he heard that he was Makbid, he went and he took down the back of it. Says Gemara, similar story, that's not the person who had the story. And then he pulled down the back. So again, exactly. And then Rashi, the last Rashi points out what's going on over here is that it wasn't actually a story. It wasn't that Rebbe actually did this because in the way the Gemara has it, it sounds like Rebbe did something wrong and then he changed it. So the Gemara concludes that it comes from Shmuel Bar Yuda and the name of Shmuel says, no, no, he didn't actually do it. He asked, wouldn't you be allowed to do this, etc. And again, exactly at what level hanging down in the back is going to be yes allowed, going to be not allowed, is going to be problematic. Let's point out one more case, which is seemingly more prevalent in the European countries, is that seemingly what they do there very often is they have the talus, they put the coat on top of the talus sometimes, and then they don't want to let the talus hanging down on the bottom. So then they take the talus and they, and they stick it into different areas of the coat, of the pockets, of their pants, etc. And that is one of the cases that the place can come from here to try to figure out, is that permissible? Because at some level, if you fold up, again, we saw if you take the whole talus up over your shoulders, that's for sure not allowed. If it's all the way down, it's yes allowed. If you're making this pocket in the back, now it decides, gets a little bit sticky. So when these people, sometimes you have a shorter jacket, a longer talus, and you can take the talus and you can pull it up and you can put it in the pocket and put it in the shoulders, all these different things, it's very quickly might come into a scenario where it's not called wearing the talus, it's called carrying the talus, and it would be forbidden. We'll leave it at that. Says the mission on the bottom of Kofim Zayin, Amad al varechet me mero you allowed to wash yourself with cave water, Meitveri with very water. When they stop begging, you could dry yourself. A few eser and luntius, even ten towels. Don't bring them in your hands. You can't carry them. But 
but 10 people could dry themselves with one towel. Again, one person could dry, should, could dry himself with 10 towels, but he should not bring it. 10 people could dry themselves with one towel. Their face, their hands, and their feet. So now, what's going on here? We have one towel that 10 people used to dry themselves. This towel is probably pretty saturated. And yet, in that case, you could, yes, carry it. So it's clear over here, and we'll see more on the Gemara, is we're not discussing an Isra Haitzah of carrying the towel, that's for sure forbidden. What are we discussing over here? We're discussing that there's a gezera of moving a wet towel on Shabbos. Why? Because whenever you move a wet towel, we have to come be concerned. You might come to wring out the towel, which is an iser of schita, of extracting, of squeezing out the water in their garment. So says the Gemara, for one person to carry it's forbidden, you might come to squeeze it out. But ten people to carry it, it's going to be mutter. And as we'll see in the Gemara, the reason is because each one reminds the other one not to come to squeeze it out. That happens to be this one of the unique cases where when you do something with another person, it becomes more mutter because he's going to remind you. Says the Mishnah, you're allowed to put on oil, you're allowed to do a massage, you're allowed to make yourself get all sweaty, seemingly excessive uh, work, and you can't scrape the skin, and that's those two cases. You can't go down to the Kurdima, you're not allowed to make yourself throw up, you can't strain the limbs of a child, you're not allowed to put back a bone in place, if your hand gets dislocated, you're not allowed to wash it with cold, you wash it normally, we'll have to see exactly what this means, and whether, you know, the dislocated arm is a pretty common case, unfortunately, and it sounds like it's us, sir, as we'll see, could be very well, probably is, that uh, especially for children, to put back the dislocation is going to be allowed, but let's get into the Gemara. What was the first case of the Mishnah? You had a wash in the cave water similar to the Tveria water. So what does it sound like? Just like we know Tveria waters are hot. So it sounds like these hot cave waters are also hot. So it sounds like in the Mishnah, Sounds like you're not allowed to put your whole body into this water. If you did it with the oven, it's okay. That's what the Mishnah sounds like. That's what the Gemara learns out. Mechlau. So what's the obvious implication? Moving on to Kofi and Zayin Oibes. kol gufai to rinse your entire body. Sounds like the issue only is to go into the water, to bathe in the water. But to rinse your body, like Rashi in the top, Rashi on Amr Bey says, Shayitchen al Gufay, to pour it onto your body, the lav derech rechitzi is going to be mutter afilu lechatchilo with warm water. Which obviously, this is the pre- predecessor to Tshuva that we mentioned one time in Rav Moshe, that Rav Moshe discusses showers, that it would seem like showers should be mutter because showers are not in this gezira of w- washing yourself. And therefore, in the chuva of there, and again, obviously, forgetting the hot water issue, let's say cold water. And there in the chuva, Ramesh has to come along and be machadish, that it was a new minog in America that they took on a, a new chumrah to not shower. And for the chuva, Ramesh, it sounds like if not for that, to shower in cold water, Ramesh couldn't find the reason it was also. Okay, at the end of the day, Ramesh says it's going to be forbidden. However, this is the same thing. We see that to rinse yourself in the water is a very different washing than going into the water. So says the Gemara, So now back to what our Gemara is discussing. Let's not get confused. Our Gemara is discussing, it sounds like you've got to rinse your whole body with warm water. Says the Gemara, Mani, who is that? Rav Shimini, you're not allowed to rinse yourself with water, cold or hot, if you're a mayor. Rav Shimini, Rav Shimini says the latter. If you don't have water, it's also cold water, it's going to be mutter. And just one more word, 
once we mention that Shuvah Ramaisha, Salach Lamaisa is obviously one cannot put their whole body in a shower, uh, like Ramaisha says, even if it's going to be cold water, unless if someone is bizarre, someone is in a lot of pain, not, not a lot of pain necessarily, it's schwitz and disgusting, then he would be allowed, says Ramaisha, to put his whole body in a cold shower, obviously barring soap issues and shampoo issues and squeezing issues and everything else and drying issues, just to go into the cold shower, that Ramaisha does say, and Zabir Allah as well, that would be permissible if it's cold, again, cold means 100% cold, once you start putting hot in, you have to deal with the whole hot water issue, but let's say 100% cold, there would, no be, there would be no gezira of rochitza on that case, if you are bitzar. Says the Gemara, Minasad, to give you the best our luntis. So he said he let it dry yourself even with ten towels. Reisha, Rabbus Kamash, some Sefer Rabbus Kamash, Alon, five lines down, Kofan Zayinum, and the Reisha teaches us a Chiddush, and the Sefer teaches us a Chiddush. Reisha, Rabbus Kamash, the Reisha teaches us a Chiddush. Ta'afilu, honey, deloy, nefishi, behumaya, even though there's not a lot of water, there was ten different towels that one person dried themselves in. Kivan de Chadu, since you're by yourself, we see again another another raya how extremely machmir and careful Chazal were with the hilchas of schit of extracting of squeezing that we see that even this little bit of water we're not going to let this person carry it because he might come to squeeze it out. The sefer abus and I'll just point out the Allah lemaisa is when a towel gets to the point of tefeach amanas latviach, which means that if you touch something, it will get wet enough that it will get something else wet. That is the point that we are machmer on this gazira. Obviously, a regular hand towel or something like that that's a little bit wet that is not going to be an issue. Says the gemara of the sefer abus but the sefer also teaches us a chiddush that what afilu honey did a fishbu mayo. There's so much water. Ten people dry themselves in one towel. Cave under rabbin in a midgradadi since it's a rabbin. And there's 10 different people here, they'll remind each other and they're not going to come to squeeze out the towel. The two dots, Kufmem Zayin, and Mabez, eight lines down, Tanur Abhanan. May stop it, Gandam Aluntis, Mini Chabachalo, and a person is allowed to dry himself with a towel and put in the window. But don't give it to the bathhouse attendants. These are people in the bathhouse. Because that their job was to keep the towels clean and whatnot. So they are chasha. They we are concerned that they're going to come to squeeze it out. So don't give them the towel. When you finish drying with it, just put it up on the window. Davar. Draw yourself and bring it home. Don't even leave it in the mikvah. All these opinions, they all hold. It is mother. Rav Shimon, Hadamaran. Rav Shimon is like we said again. That was at the top of the Ahmed. That Rav Shimon came along and said that you allowed to wash yourself with this water. Let's look at Rashi over here. Rashi says. Rashi, look at Rashi, the, the last wide line all the way up. Rashi says, Shimon, They all say that it is permissible. So, Shimon, Adamaran, Rabbi, what's the din of Rabbi? The Tani Amar Rabbi, Kishinu Lamidim, Tayyar, Yitzel, Rav Shimon, we learn Tayyar. Next door of Shimon Betakua, name of the place. Hainumalin Shemin Valuntas Mechatzilagag. We would carry the oil and the towel from the chutzer to the gag to the roof of Megag the Karfi from the roof to the enclosure ad Shinumagini to Mayan until we got to the to the river, to the to the water, Shainu Roichsin Bay that we would wash in it. So we see that he held it was also permissible. Let's just see. Rashi, again, one more Rashi. Rashi says, That's as important as we get closer to Irvin, as this is a sheet of Rav Shim that we've seen a few uh, about a week ago, that Rav Shim taught us that he held that all these different places, these are all Kula and Rishas Achazain, and he let him move from one to the another. Says the Gemara, Shmuel, three lines before the white line, Shmuel, Damar of Yehuda, 
You let it dry yourself with a towel and bring the towel home. Rabbi Yechanan, the fourth opinion, you let it wash yourself and bring, uh, dry yourself, I'm sorry, and bring home that towel. Says the Gemara, is that true? Rabbi Yechanan said, we pass like Stam Mishnah. We said in our Mishnah that you're not allowed to bring it home. Again, we're dealing with that same issue that if one person dries himself with one towel, are we concerned now that you can come to squeeze it out? Our Mishnah said yes. One person can never bring home that towel, even ten different towels. These four Tanayim and the Amarayim and the Gemara just told us, yes, you're allowed to, yes, bring it home. Rabbi Yechlet said, you're allowed to, yes, bring it home. But our Mishnah said, no. Mishnah. Says the Gemara, no. Our Mishnah is a Opinion of Ben Chachinai, and that's why it's not a Stam Mishnah, but Rav Yechel himself holds, you'll have to yes, bring it home, and that is the Allah Lamais, like we pointed out, that when it's one towel, it's not so wet, we yes, be allowed to move it. Amr Abchei Barabba, four lines into the white lines. Amr Abchei Yechelan, Harlayyan, Meviyah, Balrei, Nashin, the bathhouse attendants who bring the towels of the woman, Lebei, Bani, to the bathhouse, Wavaji, his guys been ready for Rubai. And now we're going back into the discussion of itself, carrying them there. How do they bring them there? As long as you cover over and support and rule your head and majority of the body, that is when it's allowed to wear something. You take a towel, you put it over your head, wrap it around your shoulders and a little bit down. That's the majority of your body. Then you could bring it into Rosh Hashanah. They have some certain kerchiefs. And how they wear this kerchief? So it says you have to tie the two bot ends underneath. Means under the shoulders. Again, the similar rule that has to cover the shoulders. When you bring out these uh, clothing to the soldiers, again, let it hang down below your shoulders. The two dots, about five lines into the wide lines, I'm sorry, seven lines, you let it put on oils, and you let it do massage on Shabbos. You let it put on oil and massage the intestines of Shabbos. You can't do it the regular way you do during the week. What do you do? He did say he do shinoi first, put on the oil and then do the massage. Rav Yechonon says no, the opposite. Do it at the same time. That was a shinoi again, different shinoi. You can't do a full rigorous massage on Shabbos, and but to do it a little bit different, to do a simple massage that is allowed. I believe this amulet. You're not allowed to exert yourself. You're not allowed to excessive efforts. When they ship Zalamas, you're not allowed to stand in the mud of the Yomsis. You know why? It makes you all sweaty. Umarapet heals you, so some sort of Isra Fua, some sort of Isra to make yourself very sweaty, and that's a healing process on Shabbos. There's 21 days that this Yomsis mud heals you. Vaseris min aminyan and Shavuos is one of those days. Ibailu, so the Gemara says, Aseris, Lahaiki, so Lahaiki, says the Aseris beginning of these 21 days to the end. So Tashimah, the Gemara tries to bring it right. The Mashmol Kulu, Sakaine, Medivcha, Vadasarta, Malu. All these uh, early uh, healing drinks are good from the Bilcha, the Sarta, from Pesach to Shavuos. That's when they're good for you. So we think so. Shavuos is the end time also for this other situation sitting in the mud. Says Gemara, no, right? Maybe over there by the drinks, it's whenever the world is colder, it's better for you. Allah by us, which I'm Havlu, has to do with the Havel, has to do with the heat. Keep with the Alma. When the world is warmer, it's better. So maybe Shavuos is the beginning, and we don't have a raya when these waters of the Yom system mud is healing. We will just mention one din that even though it says in Shulchan Aruch, even it says in Gemara that to get sweaty, Miss Amlin, which sounds like working out, and one 
that is Aser, but we have to point out there's always a rule of Michael Brian, as we've seen many times, that if something people do for enjoyment, then it takes it out of the stigma of Rafua, and then it will be permissible. And therefore, if someone is, let's say, walking or jogging, again, it might not be Shabbos day, and one has to dress appropriately, and someone should not spend the whole Shabbos doing this as the Rambam. But of course, if someone gets enjoyment out of these things, then something that is enjoyable, and he's not doing it for medicinal proper, because uh, he's sick, let's just say, even medicinal might be okay. But either way, then it would be permissible to do basic walks and jogs and, and simple workouts because these are things that nowadays people certainly enjoy. Let's finish up. The wine of Pagraisa and the waters of the Umsis, like we just spoke about, these mud baths, it deprived the Tassim Yisrael because they got too involved in the Gashmias, too involved in the enjoyment of the wine and the water of the mud, and that's how they were lost from Kalei Sov. Let's a famous story. He went to this place where he had these famous muds. He was drawn after all the table, the pleasures of this world, the Akhil Talmuda, and he forgot all his learning. When he came back from this place, he went to read a simple Pasuk. He wanted to read a simple Pasuk, and you know what he said? Wasteful is their heart. And uh, he couldn't, couldn't read a simple <coughs> Couldn't read. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Couldn't read a simple pasuk by Rabban Rachmanelay. They're upon a daven for him. Other Talmudai and his Torah came back to him. I didn't deny this. Where we learned in the Mishnah of Noy Oimer. Remember, he says, "Have you go to the Makom Torah? You should always go and live in a place of Torah." Al Taimer, and don't say Shehi Tavayacharech. The Torah will come with you. Shechaverecha Yikaimu Beyadecha. That your friends will be Mekayim in your hands. Al Benazechal Tishayin, and don't rely on your being on your knowledge. Rather, make sure that you're with a place of Torah. Because we see someone as great as the Talmud of Lazman Arach. He went to this place and he was drawn afterwards. So never think that you are. Impervious to your surroundings. Tana Loyner of Nerashimai, that wasn't his name, Alarm the Chemishmai, Varmler of Lazbana Rachimai, Volominic Shmur of Nerashim, and now you're any Chacham Allah because you enlighten the eyes of the Chachamim with Allah. Let's try to read a few more lines of Alumis Garin. You're now going to scrape the skin, says the Mishnah again, exactly what these medicinal things were. Tana Rabbana and Garden Mingaras with Shabbos. You're now going to scrape with a scraper on Shabbos. Ah, the fact that it's a scraper that shows us what's the issue over here, over in the hall. It's a weekday activity, exactly what they were doing. If you're if your legs are filled with, with mud, with tayah, with uh, excrement, then then you let us scrape it off, because then it's certainly not a weak activity, because you're just getting rid of the dirt, just cleaning yourself. His mother made from a silver scraper so that he could scrape off the dirt on Shabbos, so he sees an issue of Nechol, and therefore once you get out of Nechol by having a special Shabbos utensil, it's going to be mutter. Pick it up from here tomorrow.